started. That whole show was a fucking banger, guys. I love that shit. Yeah, so fun. It was so fun. So I, already, I told you before you even went up, I was like, I don't think this crowd's ready for you. It was different. It was like, and you know, I got to be a fan. Like, <clears throat> I always, I pride myself on not being the rapper that's just waiting to rap. Like, when other people are going on, like, I'm into it. I'm throwing my hands up. I'm yeah, like, yeah. hell yeah, y'all. Fucking kill that shit. Hell yeah. You know like, like, when, when every, like, that whole lineup last night, just banger after banger after banger. Like, Ill V always kills it. YML's just fucking dope in general. Jay Bailey's getting better and better every time I fucking hear him. And, of course, you guys are just fucking top. That shit was dope. Also, happy belated birthday, my guy. You, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the birthday episode. Let's get this shit. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen, welcome to, I believe this is episode 55.5 of Cigars and Bars. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and bitches that make me tacos call me Poppy Stew. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And joining me today, it's a very fucking special episode. I'm excited for this. All of you should be excited for this. I am joined at my table today by two of the dopest MCs that I know. Give it up for Justin Wise. And Cruz Ocho, yeah. highest low, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yes, 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 yes. Baby face pop, yo. <laughs> you know? So, how are y'all doing? Good. Tired, but. Oh, I felt that, bro. Sensational. <laughs> I drank a wee bit too much last night. Man, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was your birthday. We had to celebrate. Yeah. For sure. It was on my Rick James shit. I'm like, it's a celebration, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good, good night, man. I, I didn't drink too much, so, like, I I remembered most of my shit, so that was great. That's good mm-hmm. shit. I said mm-hmm. like once or twice, maybe, but like not noticeable. So yeah, that's why I was saying if you need a host, <laughs> I'll hey, be that back would up be for fire. you. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be super cool. I've hosted some shows, but like, yeah, I was like, it's his birthday, man. He's, 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 he get drunk and be out there fucking spitting bars, just slurring and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you can see, I put in a lot of work yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he was. He did like that was fire. Why the songs? My like, set, like yeah, dude. That whole like fourteen songs all together. Man. Yeah, that whole show was fucking dope, dude. Like front to back, and it was funny because like I know you, you guys put on the. I think you put on the poster it was like eight o'clock for the start. Uh, eight uh, doors open at eight. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I left here at like eight thirty, waiting for all that fucking storm and shit to die oh, down. That shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, when I, I when I got off work. Literally, like, I work at that big-ass 5151 building on Broadway. Yeah. So I was coming out of the parking lot, and it was, like, lightly raining. As I'm going up Rosemont to go to Speedway, yeah. it literally started storming in front of me. And I was, like, I literally couldn't see, like, a mile ahead of me because it just got gray. And then as I drove into it, I was, like, it's fucking hailing. It's, like, 102 outside. What the hell? How's that even fucking? Like, and coming here, like, from the Midwest and seeing that shit this time, I'm, like, I never knew that shit could happen here. Like, I had no idea that was even possible. Dude, like, I've lived here for a while, and I didn't know that shit could happen here. I had no idea. I'm like, isn't it too hot for ice? Like, That's what I'm saying. And, like, like I got up today, and, like, I went to go hit the fucking hit the liquor store to grab some booze and shit for you boys. And, like, sitting there seeing, like, trees knocked over and a bunch of dirt in the road. And I'm like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> Yo, we got a funny-ass story to tell you, right? Let's Speaking go. of the storm. So, you know, I go and check into my hotel. Everything was cool. I got here the day before yesterday. Shit smooth. The storm happens. I get back to the hotel after the show. The fucking power is out in the fucking entire hotel. Oh, shit. I got to fucking use our flashlights and our cameras to get to the hotel room to get my shit. And then they like, oh, we're so sorry about this. And then somebody in the lobby like, yeah, you know, it's the one dude like, oh, yeah, it's not that hard. You can just stay there and crack the window open. I'm like, motherfucker, you think I paid? (laughs) <laughs> Whatever I paid to not have no AC and not charge my shit, you got to be out your rabbit ass motherfucking mind. Fuck that, man. Like, no. that, that's people who've lived here too long that they're so used to it. Like, when you're like, man, it's hot as fuck. They're like, it's a dry heat. You're like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up with that shit. 
Dude, it gets humid as fuck though when like monsoon season comes around. When is uh when is that? Probably like right about now. Yeah. Oh shit, there you go. <laughs> it's been just raining like it's like hot as shit during the day and then middle of the day it just randomly storms and cools everything mm-hmm. off for a little bit and I'm like just be like this. <laughs> like exactly. yeah. fucking mid eighties, low like late seventies, low eighties, I'm I'm cool with that, but this hundred and ten shit. It's different. It ain't it, man. But you ain't got to get no ice off your windshield, though. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I feel Bro, like... When it snowed here, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Bro, I got, out of, I got out of my house to go leave for work, and, like, I see just, like, a fucking inch of snow on all my windows, and I'm like, all right. So I'm, like, sitting in my car, run my heater and shit. I'm, like, sitting there seeing if it'll defrost. I'm just looking at my windshield, like, all right, this ain't it. So I like, get out of the car, and I'm sitting there, like, wiping like fucking pounds of snow off my car and yeah. my boss like why are you late and i'm like because i live in the desert and i didn't expect fucking snow yeah I'm like come on man but at least it wasn't like a lot of snow it was like a sheet of yeah, snow yeah. compared to what we're used to back home you might have a foot of snow oh yeah on your car you gotta dig your car out you can't drive the car until you dig your car out the snow and shit god like, damn living in the city i have my motherfucking car get stuck pretty much in the snow once the plow come through on the block it just basically put so much Hates snow piled up by the car you gotta i was like that motherfucker like like i'm sweating and i'm hot because i got this coat on at the same that shit confusing <laughs> don't nobody want to be cold and hot at the same time it's not freezing a, and hot yeah <laughs> like you have a fever or some shit yeah this shit is crazy i can't do that so i heard you on stage yesterday say that you're an anime head oh yeah for sure all day Bro, when you bro. say anime head, like, what do you mean? Because I work, like, so one of my... Subtitles only, you know what I'm saying? No literally, s- there's a dude that sits across from me. His name is Eli. Shout out to him. Weird ass. Weird. But, like, <laughs> that dude lives in an anime bubble. And, like, yesterday, I was at work, and I heard him explaining how... Like, mind you, this is, like, a scrawny white kid. Mm-hmm. And he's, try- he's explaining how to pronounce a Japanese word to one of my other co-workers. <laughs> I'm Nani. like... No. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Yo, it's uh, so I started fucking with anime a long ass time ago. Of course, I'm not gonna get into all that, but I can tell you this: like, video games and anime go hand in hand. Oh, like, I've never liked American video games. I always felt like they was kind of corny. Like even GTA, like that shit cool, but nigga, you play Persona Five though, nigga. Like, that, shit, that shit next level. Persona 5 is my shit. Oh, Persona like, 5 is fire, like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat is cool, but if you play Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you like Xbox, but what about PS2? That's the best console of all oh, time. Oh, dude, facts, bro. I just had this argument with someone the other day. I was like, dude, PS2 had, the, it was the greatest console Undeniable. ever. Like, ra- like, it was rare you'd find a bad game on that yeah. system. And if they were bad, they were like, this is so bad, it's quirky. Like, I fuck with it enough. Like, there's a couple games like that where I'm, like, playing. I'm like, why am I playing this shit? But, like, I'm still playing this shit. Like, that's that's how I felt about, uh, you guys ever play 13 back in the day? Oh, yeah, I had, I had 13 on GameCube. Fire. Crazy. Like, that original 13 game I so thought was fire as fuck. Bro, like, yeah, you pop dope. someone in the head and a little three-panel comic comes up mm-hmm. and, like, the bullet hitting them and the fucking... I'm like, that shit is dope as fuck. Yeah, that was innovative, man, but... Played the remake of that. I heard they, it was They ass. ruined it, bro. Yeah, it was ass. It was ass, like... Fucking trash. That ain't it, bro. Like, what are we doing? What, I, I, how you ruin a classic? They, they love to do that shit. That's why I'm glad they didn't fuck up these Resident Evil remakes, because I would have been on Capcom motherfucking dumb. <laughs> Nigga, don't fuck up Resident Evil 4. I'm gonna have to come find... I mean, that Resident Evil 2 remake was fire, but... Four was like special to me. Like, I'm like, y'all can't fuck this game up. Because this is like everything I, I, I basically got kicked out of school for. You know what I'm <laughs> like, I, I was preferring to do this instead of going to school. So don't fuck this up for me. Oh, bro. Like, <laughs> one of my homies used to have like that old that old PlayStation. Remember that like screen attachment with mm. it? We'd be sitting there in class with his backpack in between us, just fucking playing Raw vs. SmackDown and shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. What are you guys doing back there? Oh, we're. We're comparing notes. We're comparing notes. We're just making sure we're 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 paying attention. I'm just sitting here like suplex and nigga through a table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting back up after that, mother. <laughs> no, but but for on the anime side, um, I'm big on a lot. Of, I like a lot of old animes too. I like Vampire Hunter D. A lot. Oh, fire! I love um, Fist of the North Star. I mentioned Helsing. I love Helsing. My God, have you seen Helsing Bridged? 
haven't seen that. Oh my god, I'm gonna send that shit to you. It follows like Helsing, but it's funny as shit, bro. Yeah. Is there there was a, a new version of it too, right? Like the second it was like a second series of Helsing, where it's basically a remake. I think so, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. That was pretty good, but a lot of the new shit I'm watching, um Definitely Demon Slayer, of course. I mean, motherfuckers act like they don't like Demon Slayer. That shit is amazing. Okay. That shit is top tier. Anime. I haven't watched all of Demon Slayer. Hell's Actually, you've been going back and watching uh, the original Avatar. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's Oh, heat. dude. That's heat. I just, got through, me I just got through book two, and I'm like, this shit is so... That funny. Legend of Korra shit is ass, though. I wouldn't Legend of Korra was ass? I wasn't. Don't I wasn't tell me that, bro. I haven't I gotten there yet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, misogynistic, <laughs> and I didn't want to watch the female protagonist like that. Yeah, but yeah. I can't even say that, because a lot of animes, I will, but she was just like... Now you not no bad bitch like that for real. Like you just like regular as hell. Like and you got too many emotions for me. <laughs> Ang, Ang was acting like Ang was acting like the Messiah, but then he'll like dog niggas with all the kind of bending all at once. Like yeah, but but it's all about peace. <laughs> Love Ang. Man, like I I slept on Avatar when it was like when it originally came out, just because I remember seeing a clip of it and I was like, I think I just saw like a bad clip of it and I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time with this shit. And then like years later, my brother's like, you remember Avatar? I was like, no. And he's like, watch all this. I was like, okay. And then I just started watching it and I was like, God, this shit was fire. You know, you into it when you find yourself when the bison flies on the screen and you ready to say, Appa! Yeah, when, facts. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you ready to say it with him? You're like, uh, Appa, how are you? Like, uh, yeah. Funny. <laughs> funny. So you've been a gamer your whole life? I know you game some? A little bit, but he's more so on it. Yeah. He, he puts me onto stuff, so. Uh, okay. It inspires my raps, to be honest. Like, I feel like I play I play a lot of Souls games. That's like my main games that I've played for a while now since like Demon Souls on PS3. And like those games are just so fucking hard. And I'd be like, this first game, like I get stuck on a verse, I just look at it like that, like, nah, I'm motherfucking gonna find this shit out. Yeah, yeah. When I wore like a hook, like, no, I'm gonna find this fucking beat out. Like, it's like, like me with Ninja Gaiden, bro. Oh, I love, and I love Ninja Gaiden, man. Like, and that shit was so hard. I had it on Xbox. I had the OG one, and I flipped that, and I was like, yeah, nigga, I beat Ninja Gaiden. I, I like beating games where niggas can't say, y'all beat that before. Like, no, nah, you ain't beat that. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't built like that. Like, it, it's funny. Nah, it would, it would just like thing with video games that pisses me off is like when I whenever I like grind through a game, right, and then I find somebody that was like, oh, I just did it like this and was able to get it done. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Some people like that for real. First God of War game, that mm. first one when you get into into that temple, and then when when you get in that room where right across the room is Pandora's box, and then when you walk into the room, if you walk past a certain spot, it triggers the room. So you're getting every fucking enemy coming at you because it's like, oh, the box is right there. Now you got to go through all this shit. So, like, I spent hours grinding through that and fighting it, right? Like, two and a half years later, my little brother's playing God of War, and I came into his room, and I'm just sitting down watching him, right? And I see him get to that room, and I'm like, all right, I'd love to see him go through this. I see this motherfucker get into the room. He walks all the way to the left side of the room, like, where all, like, the spikes are spinning on the wall, and he's walking next to the wall taking minimal damage. But he's walking past the room and nothing's going off. And he's staying as close to the wall as he can, turns that corner, and then gets to the room. And I was like, On the what first the try? F- yeah. They understand the coding of it, though. That's the thing about the new generation. Yeah. Like, they get how the games are broken. And I feel like YouTube is showing them, like, we played these games from the perspective of, like, oh, this is the Bible. These are the rules. These facts. You know, you have to do <laughs> this to get through the game. But these kids see, oh, they're fucking, these are created by people. You know, the developers, they leave all kind of crazy shit to be fucked with in the game on accident or on purpose. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. Like, that's why people can speed run them games. I ain't got no time to be speed running the game. I like, I don't want to know all the shortcuts. I just want to beat the game and act like, you know, go about my business. But this motherfucker can just beat a 20 hour game and, Five five hours or one two, two hours, find a way to like even in Elden Ring, find a way to skip a whole fucking area, like fall through the map and shit. I'm like, how? Like, how did you even? How did I you can't, find this? I can't do that. Like, if there's if game if it's games like open world, like adventure type stuff, so like your God of Wars, you know, Red Dead Revolver, all that shit. I have like I'm the type where I'm like I got to do everything. Yeah. So I'm I like use, I'm I might even like, like hold off on the main story and just mm-hmm. do all the side shit. You know, and just like enjoy the environment and like little shit and like 
I don't know. I, th- I, I love the new God of War games for that shit, too. This brings me to a thought I've had randomly, and I'm, I know Cruz has probably heard me say this. I'm starting to look at life just like an open-world-ass video game. It's really exactly like that. Like, we here, we doing this. We could be like, you know what? We're going to go to New Mexico right now for no motherfucking reason and rob a bank. Not that we're going to do that for the feds. But <laughs> we could do that. You know what I'm saying? Nice. We have, like, the same way they got them, that freedom in the video games, except, you know, you know, niggas ain't really trying to do no fetch quest. Fuck your fetch quest. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hurting your cattle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to take a letter across the map to this motherfucker. I'm not doing that shit. Where the hoes at? Where the hip hop at? Okay. Where the anime shit? Just walking down the street and it's like, like, I, I feel you because I've had that thought too. Because like there's times where I'll be in the store and like, I'm a pretty big dude. Like I'm kind of tall. And so like happens a lot like a lot more than people think i'll just be in a random store like grocery shopping there'll be some like short ass old lady they'll be like can you reach up there and get that for me young man i'm like yeah i got you and then her's like oh you're such a sweetheart and i'm like relax yo i didn't cure anything (laughs) (laughs) you still have hodgkin's lymphoma i'm just kidding i'm kidding (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> I'm putting that clip out, yo. <laughs> yo. It's like immediate heel turn on an old lady, yo. <laughs> She's like, oh, thank you. You're like, fuck your kids, yo. <laughs> well, let's talk about Cruz's birthday, man. Fuck yeah, man! That was how was your birthday weekend so far? Um, busy. Um, because your actual birthday was Thursday, right? Thursday, yeah. Justin flew in. I I forgot what we did. We kept it pretty low key for the most part. Yeah. Just got some snoring dogs when he came out here and fire. You know, just kind of kicked it. Waited until he, uh, we got dinner and some drinks later and stuff. It was very very mild, very chill. chill. Is this your first time out here? Actually, my first time is I've, I've come to Tucson like three other times. Uh, it was actually my first place I ever flew to in my life. Was nice. I remember he was here for that wrestling thing. That we oh did. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there used to be a crew called Honor Roll Gang way back in the day here. I um, mean, Booney Man that was performed yesterday. He was part of this crew. Uh, Jaka Zulu was there with him last night. He was part of this crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, 808, a producer, and some people from across the country that we still stay in touch with. But that brought me here. And it's cool to see, like, um, oh, and of course, my boy Arcade that owns uh, Black Rockley, he was part of this crew as well. Dope. So, you know, I feel like I've always had roots here and connections. And, you know, my closest friend just happened to move here. I, I couldn't be that surprised because I'm like, damn, I did kind of like that place. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked it there. Like, I kind of like that. Yeah, Tucson's a dope-ass little city. Like, mm-hmm. like, there's so many people that I know that have lived here their whole lives and, like, they, like... I've noticed something about Tucsonans is like a lot of them like to stay where they're at, right? So like if they were born on the east side, they stay on the east side. If they're born on the south side, they stay on. And that's like that's all they know. Right. And they're like Tucson's such a small city, and I'm like, have you traveled around this city? This is a big ass fucking city. It's spread the fuck out. And I remember, you know, when I first came out, I was like, damn, it get dark as fuck at night. I remember, damn, this guy blew than a motherfucker. I remember feeling like, damn, like people say hello. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, people are mad nice here, like just yeah. compared to what we've seen. And yeah, I'm not saying that people are assholes back home, but it's just different. It's just a different no. I, I know exactly what y'all mean. I've been to Chicago before. I, okay, I got you some know family that. out there, so like right. I understand, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's just a nice different, folks, but... just a different way of being. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, you're dealing with cold ninety percent of the year, like seasonal <laughs> depression. Yeah, seasonal <laughs> depression is very real, very real. Thanks. Yeah, where all the emo raps come from. <laughs> Fucking facts, yo. I mean, you know, that's why so many of those rappers are out of the Midwest, man. Mm-hmm. They're depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, some of them are fucking great, though. Like, your slugs, your fucking brother all these. Yeah, I know. I was supposed to go to that show, but then we had a death in the family. And I'm sorry to hear that, man. But I was like, man, I wanted to go to that show. I, mean, I love Atmosphere. They're fucking dope. You know what? I, my, my fondest atmosphere memory is I had a. I didn't, first of all, I didn't fuck with high school very much. I didn't go very much. But I had a photography teacher, and she knew that I rapped. And she's like, Oh, I heard that you rap. I love atmosphere. <laughs> 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 that was my introduction to atmosphere. I'm like, Oh, that's so. I think mine was through a teacher as well. Hmm. I, had a, I had a U.S. history teacher that was. Like, I look back now, and he was definitely a pothead. 
funny as hell, but he was a rapper too. Like he, what? but he was like a political rapper. Okay. And so like there was one day like we were we were doing a project and he had me and like two other students ride with him over to Michael's. And we're in his car, and he starts bumping fucking atmosphere. But it was like uh, trying to find a balance. Mm. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And he was just like, oh, you don't know atmosphere? And he's just sitting there bumping all that shit. And I'm just like, this dude's dope as fuck. And then that, like, opened all, like, my world to, like, the rhyme sayers and all that shit. And so I'm like, yeah, it was history after that. Man, that's big time shit. Like, yeah, atmosphere is huge. And, yeah, I miss that era of underground, quote-unquote, hip-hop being like something you can do you know because now it's like i can't name you too many artists that like this is what they do full time like like underground rapping i think it just looks different because like back then um like you kind of had a circle or it's like you could kind of identify it as that Mm. now it's like kind of this wild west mentality where like it's like anything goes you know and everybody's just kind of doing the same thing but on different levels and stuff like as far as promoting themselves as a personality online and yeah. you know selling their merch and stuff and it's just it's all about your following at this point yeah so nice. yeah no matter who you are whether it's you're a major label artist or you're independent or you know like a local uh, yeah. artist whatever you know it's all about you just connecting with your fan base at this point like nice. it's not about labels or you know um particular i don't know groups or anything like speaking of which go download all that highest low shit go ahead and look on all the platforms highest low highest low facts highest low how how, like high highest low there you go (laughs) bro like legit the last episode uh, i just recorded was with was with uh, sonic j we did our nerd corner and we were playing your guys noir shit and i kept getting people hitting me up like yo what is that and i'm like here's a link Mm. Like you're welcome. (laughs) Oh man! The first time, like you, when I first met you, I remember we were all. It was like after a show, we were all like freestyling and shit. And then I remember hearing you, and I was like, "Damn, this dude's got bars, bars." I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And then I remember Beezy was like, "Oh, you don't know Ocho? I'm gonna introduce you to Ocho." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then like. That was like right as you just said. You were like two weeks after moving out here. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then like I remember hearing you like you mentioned highest low, and I was like, "What's that?" And you're like, "Oh, that's my hip hop group back home." And I was like, "You have a hip?" I was like, "Where can I find your shit?" And you're like, "Oh, on Spotify and everything." I literally spent all fucking day. While I was doing schoolwork just with headphones on, listening to all y'all shit. And I was like, I've yet to find a song where I'm like, "All right, I can skip that." You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's just quality across the board. And I'm not sitting here, like, trying to gas y'all up. I'm just being fucking 100%, like, dope as shit. Like, and I'm just, I love to hear that shit. It's my favorite shit. Thank you, man. Uh, and I had just realized today, I'm like, only about 90% of our stuff is on on streaming because we have a couple of uh, joints that are just kind of hidden yeah. on the internet. So, like, there's one album that we put out um, a long-ass time ago. It was, like, our technically our first project like we recorded a project before that one but this was the first one to come out yeah uh but it's only on our Bandcamp site so that's Ah, on highestlow.bandcamp.com um that and then there's a like a hidden kind of uh project that we have that's only on soundcloud and it's like well i don't even know if it's there anymore honestly because it was like a collab project between our group and another group it was called champ low oh shit okay actually it's boony man it was us Boney Man that performed yesterday and our homie RK that owns Black Broccoli and shit. So and uh, homie Black Logic and Black Logic from from back home as well. My homie Fire Black. yo. And that was like kind of set up. It was it was kind of a weird setup because it's not even uh, split up by the tracks. It's like a split up by like side A and side B. Ah okay. And so like, like nobody knows like the names of the songs yeah, and yeah. like that and stuff. So that's dope, man. I, but, those are the gems, though, because, like, you could put out something and, like, ha- just hold on to it for, like, 15 years, mm-hmm. and it could be, like, old shit to y'all, but yeah. then the moment you put it out, that's new shit to everybody else. Yeah. And that's one thing I always try to, like, push to younger artists. Like, I'm sure you guys met fucking It's Manny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I've seen that dude perform at least, like, four times now, and each time I could see him getting better and yeah. better and better. And I've been telling him, I'm like, stop rapping over your raps. Yeah, I was like, you have quality bars. Young dude, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but he follows what he sees. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I got to try to put him on game. I'm like, dude, I know you like you like to rap. I was like, but if you take this seriously and you write your raps, know your raps. Yeah. I was like, know what the fuck you're spitting. And that's why you got like, you know how I know y'all are dope? Like, for real. Hearing your shit 
fire. Seeing you guys live, I could tell you're dope because you got Runt to stop what he was doing and come up and sit there and watch you guys. Yeah. Like that dude, like That's he run, old, like he listens to everybody. Like he's he's he runs that bar. He's always hearing all the shows that are there. But the people that are quality, he actually pays attention and like takes in Sounds what the it. fuck he's seeing. And like you guys have that stage presence and like the fucking juggle raps, right? So like, you know, rapping back and forth yeah. and fucking like actually having a routine and shit. Like that's rapper shit. Like and that's like, MC shit right there. We we didn't we haven't really rehearsed rehearsed in a long time. Like we we kind of played some of the tracks yesterday and just like do we know our verse? Okay, kind of. But we didn't we don't plan our like back and forth routine. It's just kind of we know where you're to just, kind of You're feeling it, right? Yeah, we kind of know where to punch in. That shows seasoned right there, right? Like when you're seasoned, you can get on that fucking level. Yeah. Like YML's getting there, and I feel like you had something to do with that. <laughs> Maybe, like you know, shout out to YML, man. Like shout uh, out to time. Yeah, like it's just uh, we had a good chemistry working together. You know, it was just, it just happened real quickly and naturally. So, shout out to him, man. Facts, like he's one of those dudes. Manny's one of those dudes. Like they're every time I've seen them, I can see they've like sharpened yeah. up something in their fucking skill set, right? Yeah, I love what Manny and Nugs do, man. Like, yeah, dope, man, I love what they do. Dude, Nugs is shit. He is like me shit yesterday. I was like, I was like, man, this shit gonna make me move here and say, fuck Chicago, West Coast, nigga, <laughs> West Coast. <laughs> For real, man. Yeah, the joint and all that. out here, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's some talented cats out here, and like, you know, it's funny because I feel like we have traveled to places where maybe that wasn't the case if i'm being honest yeah yeah and like nah i i seen a lot of dope mcs yesterday you know some dope singers um like it was really cool and i feel like it's cool to see a community that supports each other and wants to see each other do well and shit and like not just say it like show up and not leave after they set you know Chicago's kind of notorious for that. Niggas come up, it'd be 18 people with them, and then the show's over, they gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, I mean, that's, there's a couple rappers that, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but there's a couple rappers I've seen that happen where, like, most of the people that are at their shows, mm-hmm. with, I mean, they get dope pictures, like, there's a bunch of people, but it's all their friends. Exactly. And it's like, dude, when you start getting fans that want to come mm-hmm. see you, that's when you know you're doing something. Factual statement. I'm like, your friends might lie to you and fucking be like, yeah, your shit's dope if your shit's whack. Yeah. And I'm like, but when it's people you don't know who are coming up to you, like, I love your shit. I'm like, that shows that you have something quality. It's a different feeling. When motherfucker don't know you from a can of paint and says, hey, yo, that was tight. Like, I don't take that shit for granted. A lot of rappers be like, oh, yeah, thanks, whatever. Like, skedaddle. Like, no, that means a lot because we're pouring hours and hours and yeah, hours yeah. of our own time into this shit. And like... Yeah, I mean, making music with crews has been like one of the probably the funnest thing that, that I've done in my life outside of like just like regular life shit. Like it's it's a it's a it's like a hobby. It, it's hard to explain. Like some people call it a hobby or a talent. I almost call it like a purpose. Yeah, it gives my life purpose. Like well, I, mean, I need like that shit. The best advice I ever heard, like, because I used to rap when I was in high school, and, like, I did it just for fun. Like, I wasn't trying to fucking start a rap career or nothing like that. But, like, friends of mine that have heard me were like, yo, you should, you know, whatever. But, like, one of the dudes was, like, this old head that used, I used to talk to all the time. He used to just drop jewels on me. He said, do it for the love, then release it commercially. Mm. And he's like, never do it for the funds because that shit will run out. Yeah. And I was like, fucking facts, yo. Motherfucking yeah. fact. You probably lose more money than you make. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You're probably going to, sometimes you're going to have to eat it on a bad show. You know, there's plenty of bad shows that are happening. But, you know, for every bad thing that happens, there's going to be something good eventually. You know, even even just meeting people like yesterday, like I, just meeting genuine people that are like, hey, you know what? That was good. I'm going to check y'all out. And I know, you know, the, the show is live and that's good. But when you play the actual recorded version, I'm going to be like, I gotcha, because I know, <laughs> I, I know that's what we put. We put so much work into that, that we could stand behind it. That's all. See, like, the day you, like, told me about everything, and then I sat there doing schoolwork, just listening to everything back to back, and I'm fucking, like, basically live tweeting him, like, yo, I fucked with this, I fuck with that, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. that bar was fire, and I'm like, this shit's dope, and he's like, I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> like, yeah. But as soon as y'all dropped Noir, I was like, oh, I can't wait to listen to that shit, and then, like, sure enough, as soon as, as, soon as that intro hit, I was like, oh, okay, and then just, like, hearing the recordings, and then how that just slowly fades into Can't Stop the Man, mm-hmm. and then the fucking MOP samples, bro, like, yeah. 
I was just sitting here. Hey, shout out to Maker too, by the way. I just want to say shout out, shout out to Maker, man. One of the, you know, I, I guess Maker up. I always do that. I think Maker is like one of the greatest producers, like period. Not even just from the Chicago area, like in general. I think he's just like his ear for production is very unique. He Bro, makes like, beats in a very specific and unique way. That dude, legit. Like I've been fucking with him since I was in high school, mm. and like. I've always grown up like around people that have done shit, right? Like my grandpa, no, he's like known fucking ridiculous, like Muhammad Ali, like the fucking 88 Lakers. Like he's got photos of him just hanging with these dudes. And I'm like, had guys at his house. Like I got to meet Magic Johnson one time. So like I was raised, like act like you've been there, right? Mm -hmm. So like I rarely am like fangirl type shit over, over dudes. But like when he told me like, oh yeah, yeah, we, like that whole album was produced by Maker, and I'm like, like Quellen Maker Maker. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, every, like my I have a playlist called All Bars, and like, like, like a good third of that playlist is all like Quellen Maker shit, right? Like letting life pass by. Mm-hmm. Fucking, like, I remember just, when I heard um, the Harvest. Oh yeah, my brother put me on before I even met Quell. My brother had it, uh, and it burned on the CD. Sorry, Maker. We had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they burn, and I listened to that shit. I was like, first of all, Quell was just like, like, I, I, to be honest, sometimes I don't necessarily know exactly what Quell is talking about. Yeah, but I know it's motherfucking fire. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to play it back a few times. Yeah, I still yeah. might not know it, but I'm going to love it. it's. It's so good. It's obviously written like in a certain perspective, and Baker Beats are just like. So they got emotion, man. They got like visceral. Like you could just sit there and listen to the beats and just fucking feel a story in your head. Yeah. Like, yeah, that dude's incredible. And also, yeah, I feel you. Quell is like, like I remember listening to Typical Cats and I'm like, who the fuck? Well, yeah. Well, Quasar, like those dudes are fucking dope. Like I'm like, those are guys I'm like, I need to go see them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was so mad when I actually went to go visit Chicago. They weren't playing like they were on tour. And I was like, course <laughs> yeah. every once in a while you might catch one of those dudes like at subterranean or something yeah at, yeah uh, at whatever open mic or not open mic but well yeah the the, the 606 open mics on mm-hmm. like tuesdays uh is it it's either mondays or tuesdays but yeah that's kind of like the hip-hop mc mecca right there yeah yeah just like a bunch of rapidly ass rappers show up and just yeah. wrap yeah. their asses off. And like it's definitely like a um, a test of your skill there because like they, they throw beats on, they'll throw words at you. You have to like on the spot like just kind of do shit, you know. So yeah, they really put you to the test. That's <laughs> fucking dope though. Like, but that's how you gain the respect of other MCs and like that's how people and you end up putting people on to shit. Like, yeah, it's intimidating, man. It's intimidating, but it's I guarantee <laughs> you it's a thrill though. It is. Yeah, it's definitely it thrilling, and it's it's. I feel more excited for like, and this this sounds cocky, but I don't mean it in a cocky way. But like, we're at a point now, and open mics are still good, and I think it's dope to get to open mics. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I feel kind of bad at an open mic. Yeah. Because I'm like, damn, I'm about to come up here and like, like I know my shit and I know how to how to perform it. I get more excited at the open mic to see, you know. The cat that's like figuring it out, but you could tell they're gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. Like they just got to figure it out and keep sticking with it. You know, they maybe they work at FedEx Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know, they showing up. They in college or some shit. They trying to figure it out. I'm like, if I and when I see that shit, I'm like, man, keep going, keep coming through. You know, or I tell tell shorty, I tell a girl, you know, the, the, the female MC too, like, hey, you know, pull up, girl, like, keep coming. Don't don't stop. Don't stop pulling up. Or you know, cause you might fuck up. Yeah. You might forget your shit. You might try to freestyle, and that freestyle wasn't it. Yeah. You know, it's it's part of the game. But see, just a conversation like that from someone like you who's seasoned and knows what the fuck they're doing, that could change somebody's life, right? Yeah, for sure. They, they could be like, oh, I want to quit, but fucking Wise told me to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucked up. I've definitely yeah. fucked up. I've definitely thought I was the freestyle master at points, and then I went to freestyle, and I was like, eh. not, <laughs> not like, today, though. Ah. <laughs> not today, though. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I, I don't even fucking... I haven't written a rap since, like, high school, right? And, like, sometimes, like, when I'm at shows and shit, BZ will be like, grab a mic, I need you to rap. And I'm like, why? She's like, because you're dope. I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, I'm not a rapper. Yeah, 
I mean, I remember you heard me one time. You were like, okay. I was like, dude, I get nervous as shit rapping in a room full of rappers because I'm like, I don't belong here. Uh, no, no, you ain't new to this, bro. Like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's all right. As long as it's not like the, you know, it's a certain kind of rapper, right? Like, I don't, I'm, we've never had rap beef. Yeah. I say I've never beef with a rapper, and I don't, I can say, I can definitely say I don't think Cruz is really beef with a rapper either, but it's like a, a persona of rapper that I just don't like. I already know what you're saying, and I feel you because. Zeus and I hosted uh, the rap room at the hip hop festival a couple years ago. And I'm looking at the list of rappers in the room. Some of them didn't even show up for their time. Of course not. And I'm like, fucking, I hate rappers, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit like, like the first half of that room were all dudes that. How do I say this? Yo, y'all ain't gonna make no fucking noise for me? Nah, not even that, bro. Like, like when you saw them walking up, you're like, they, that's what they think a rapper should look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a caricature and shit. Yeah, like all white shit, like a bunch of chains that don't even look real. Like, it's just looking like, like you can hear them like chink, chink, chink as they're walking in, but then they're rapping to an empty room. Yeah. And then literally when, like we had two different DJs, so uh, forget the first DJ's name, but then as soon as he went out and Red came in and then the other half of that list, like Nathan Villains, fucking Ambition came down from Phoenix, yeah. like, they started filling the room because they're all they all have skill they all know how to spit bars and like we're at a hip-hop festival people are looking for hip-hop <laughs> like, yeah no no your crowd know your demographic man yeah, know your crowd for know sure crowd. you can't you can't pull up to the to the hip-hop festival talking about some i'm getting money mother and i love some of that shit don't get me wrong oh, don't get me wrong we all we all love some of that ignorant shit sometimes yeah. but like when you're sitting there trying to hit, hear bars and you hear a motherfucker like, I'm killing niggas. Like, you're like, Yo, turn up. my auto tune up. <laughs> yes. Get <laughs> my auto tune right. Alrighty, all right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's that. And then I think um, some some MCs, I wouldn't even call them MCs, but some some rappers, I feel like they, they want to come off as hostile to other rappers on purpose. Yeah. Like, to be like, to try to assert some kind of, but I'd be like, nigga, I'm 6'4", 280, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. You're like, I'll oh, fuck you. I'm going to take shit bigger want than you. you. I want to shake your hand and say, good set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I want to do. But it's, it's, I feel like it's a more of like a, you know, a Midwest battle rapper thing. And we come from that battle rap world. Like, yeah, yeah. We was battling motherfuckers. Where you're calling everybody out in the room. Yeah, it was a lot of that. Good yeah. Times. Good times. But <laughs> I would rather write a song. That's all I know. I would much rather write a song. I miss freestyling, though. Freestyling yeah. is fun. It's a good song. Yeah, freestyling's always fun. Like, I used to do it at parties just to make my friends laugh. I did it probably at parties I shouldn't have way too motherfucking much. <laughs> I'm more about the jokes, though. Mm, can't go wrong with some good jokes. Yeah. You know any good jokes, I will trade you. Mm. Damn. Do I know any no. good jokes? <laughs> ah, it's like asking somebody to freestyle on the yeah, spot. Yeah, <laughs> that makes you, that'll make you draw a blank. Like somebody saying, you got a joke? Damn, I'm going to got no jokes now. Like... Oh, I like to hit people with quickies, right? So I'm like, yo, how do you get an unpregnant? Mm. You fucker. See, that's the fact. The joke oh. is, how do you get an unpregnant? Mm. Dress her up like an altar boy. Oh. That's the joke. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's a factual statement. I, I see no lies detected, unfortunately. Um, I got a billion of them, bro. Like... Hit me one. Hit me one. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to warm up here. I'm trying to remember some. Lady walks into her doctor's office, mad as shit. She goes, doctor, 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 I am sorry, but those hormone pills that you give me, a little too strong. It's got me growing hair all over my titties. Doc's like, how far down does the hair grow? She says, all the way down to my dick, and that's another thing I want to talk to you about. Hey, all right. All right. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I don't got any jokes, but, but. There was some musty motherfucking people there last night. Yo, Facts, yo. If you are musty, don't be standing in front of a fan and Facts, let your must yo. fill let me, up the let room. Me clear, let me clear that. It wasn't a bunch of musty people. It was like one or two people. Let, me, let me respect the crowd and the audience. It was like one person. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you're going to stand in front of the... First of all, <laughs> first of all, it's a hundred and something degrees outside. Yeah, yeah. You ain't want to wash your ass. I washed my ass twice yesterday. How dare you disrespect my <laughs> efforts in such a nonchalant manner? Right. Facts. 
Uh, Facts. Uh, and it's it just it's a certain kind of smell. Like it smells like they haven't bathed in a week. Yeah, like they ain't bathed in a week, and they haven't had to have a, like a real job in a long time because they probably got like some car they use of their parents and shit. Like, like when you just rick like that, you can't have no real responsibilities. Like, Facts. You, you're not showing up to your job like that. Facts. Hell no. Nah. What job gonna let you show up just like oh shit like? I mean, I can't say that though because there's like one mustard motherfucker that works at my place. And I'm Damn, like, it'd always be one. There's always that one dude. Man. We've always had that one, even in spots we worked at together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did work together before as well. That's pretty fucking funny. You're like, uh, and you like, you want to go to him and be like, yo, man, go wash your ass or something, but like, you don't want to embarrass him at work. Yeah, is there a nice way to tell somebody they funky? You like, scaring the hoes. No. <laughs> get all fucking Dell the funky homo saver. I'm like, you got to wash your ass if you must. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's a, there's a way of telling somebody they stink without offending them or making them feel bad. You're a little ripe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work because everybody's gonna start laughing. <laughs> but you gotta whisper it to them, like, 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 you know, just like tell them up and go, like, hey, you got something on your face, like, hey, 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 you're a little ripe. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that energy, bro. Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. <laughs> 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 uh, now, if, hear, if, a, if a motherfucker hears that and then it says, it's all good, then you know they just a nasty motherfucker. Oh, facts. Oh, this all good. No, it's not. They might have been having a bad day, but like when you continuously Whoa. run into them and they always smell like that. Facts. No, it's offensive. It is. Bro, I when I was in high school, I used to play like sports and shit all the time. So I was like sweating all the fucking time. And like PE was like early in the day, so my ass is out there like balling and shit. Yeah. And it took for like a girl that I actually liked to be like. Why do you smell like ass all the time? Like you should shower and blah blah blah. And I was just like, it hit me like a tank. I was like, damn. So I was like, I need to make it a point. It's like I'm a big ass dude too. I'm like, I sweat a lot. Same. So I'm like, I gotta make sure I actually smell presentable. So when I'm dapping people up or hugging people, they're not like, oh, 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 my god. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Like sometimes you just need a woman to tell you because like it hits different. It does hit different. You know, if if uh, if some guy that you kind of know you're not like super tight with, but a guy you kind of know you're cool with tells you that you stink, you're probably gonna hate them forever. Yes. But if if a chick tells you, hey, you're a little funky or whatever, like you know, like maybe if you showered, I'd let you take me out. You're like, it sounds like right. Okay. Right. It give you like motivation to change your ways. Exactly. Facts. Exactly. So women, I need you to tell these dudes when they stink. Like, be honest. Don't give them niggas none. Okay, don't give them niggas none. Y'all, y'all be <laughs> fucking these musty niggas. Ugh, come on, girl. Respect yourself. Facts, yo. Respect yourself. You can't give the, you can't give the nigga that smell like a gym locker room. Like, <laughs> you can't give him none. Like, if he smells like that with clothes on, Ugh. it's only going to get worse. You going to let him get, give you the dirty dick? Ugh. <laughs> oh, not the dirty dick. Don't let him hit you with the dirty dick. Nah, we can't be doing that out here. <laughs> That book goes on way too long. <laughs> that, was, that was an extender. You're a little yeah. ripe. You're a little ripe. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, that's going to be an inside joke. That should be the title of this uh, this episode. You're a little ripe. A little ripe. <laughs> you're a little ripe. Like, just a little ripe. Let's see. <laughs> Have y'all been fucking with any of the Marvel or DC shit? I'm not really. No. I've been completely out of the loop with a lot of it. So I grew up like buying comic books and shit. But I'll say this. I'm not going to go into a long story with that. But like, I'm fatigued with this shit. I'm fatigued with it. I'm like, it's too much. much. Yeah. Too much. And I've been getting to all the multiverse. And you know what's crazy that I didn't realize in my childhood seeing all this shit? It's really the same shit for both DC and Marvel. Like Thanos, Dark Side, Multiverse, Multiverse. Yeah, this person yeah. dies in this multiverse. Like it's the same shit. Like Spider-Man 2099. Then you got Ezreal Batman. Like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, come on. I'm like, you know, it's it's I will say I always thought that Marvel had the better movies, but I feel like DC had the better comics. Fair, fair assessment. I was a big Punisher comics fan. Oh, fire. I like the war journals. Like I used to buy those when I was a shorty, but you know, comic books in the nineties, people don't rip like 
I mean, the young kids who don't know, like, comic books in the 90s was... Bro, Still Frank Miller's Batman was my what? shit, bro. What? Violent than a motherfucker. A little crazy. Facts. A little crazy. That was Dark Knight, Dark hey, Knight. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> he was on he was off a of beam. Batman was tripping, but <laughs> he was old as shit beating the fuck out of niggas. Like, yeah. That's something that like I was talking with Sonic about, right? I was saying, like, I can't stand when directors try to take a character and make him do something that's out of character. That they would never do. Facts. Like, they would never I do. saw that the Batman movie. Oh, I yeah. liked it. I liked it too, but I it liked was... it, but I hated that they were like, oh, Batman's a beacon of hope. And I was like, no, that's Superman. Yeah, Batman's definitely never been. If a... you saw Superman, like, if you, we lived in a comic world and you saw Superman, you were like, everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. If you saw Batman, you fucked up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but who got the Coke? Like, yeah. <laughs> Batman about to just knock it. Like, damn, these motherfuckers is feeding their family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Batman just slowed up the whole operation. Superman ain't going to find the cocaine dealers. Superman right. going to, like, stop the bank robber or stop the aliens from invading or right. some wild shit. Stop a supervillain. Batman, like, man, I heard you selling dope on this corner. <laughs> Batman bust your kneecaps for jaywalking. He's like, Facts. I'll catch you, if I He's catch like, you on this block again. For, for reasons. Like, right. If I catch you on this block again, I'm breaking both your kneecaps. Ah, nice. <laughs> Damn, Batman. Like, dude, chill, bro. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm just sitting here like, I like that DC's slowly getting back to, like, their comics. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched that Flash movie, and I noticed a lot of people shit on it. But I, like, I actually sat and watched it, and I was like, I kind of enjoyed this. It was kind of fire. That's cool. I feel like I would give it a chance. But, I, I like, that guy that the, the plays the Flash, I just want to, like, slap him in his face a little bit. He just looks slappable. I, yeah, he's got that face slapable. where you're just like... There's some people like that. You ever meet somebody like that? I've met many of people like you that. just like... I just want to slap the shit just like, <laughs> like, I don't like you, and I don't not like you enough to just fight you right now, but your face looks like I could just <laughs> slap the like, I don't have shit. a good reason to beat your ass right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But if you but give I'm me one, one, if you give me one, I'm going to just fucking... Take it. Like, <laughs> I see one excuse. Every time I hear about like a man slapping another man in kill, but think of that like fucking uh, Rick James episode of Chappelle oh, Show. Yeah. You don't slap a man. That's you. you, you gotta slap him was fashionable. That. You gotta get shot over that. I, feel like <laughs> I can't just let nobody walk around. Man, I slapped the shit out of Justin bitch ass. Like, no, I, I can't. I can't let nobody do me like that. Like, all right, I maybe Cruz can get away with it, but like anybody else, I gotta probably kill her. I gotta probably kill her. Like, what's wrong with you? Why? Are you- Chris, Chris, Chris probably have a good reason to slap me too. I probably did some wild shit. Chris, come on, man, get it together. Oh, oh, okay. Right. It'd never be your face. It might be like if I could reach the back of your head. Like, like, hey, come on. And that like, brother shit, like, yeah. Come on, man. On some brotherly shit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I have plenty of friends that are like older brother type shit. Like, fucking, I've been slapped in the head many a times for some jokes. But you know, they're just jokes. Right, lean into the funny. They don't hurt nobody. (laughs) What's the nigga that used to smash uh, watermelons in the eighties? Gallagher. Oh yeah, Gallagher. Wild shit, bro. Like I actually, I remember going back and watching one of those sets, and I was like, why did people enjoy this? People are eighties were weird, man. Eighties were fucking weird, bro. Like I will say though, goofball wrestling in the eighties, fire. Yeah. Absolute fire. You got Flair walking around telling you that I spent more money on spilt liquor than you made in your career. You're taking his shoes off, like, take this. Go cash it in and get yourself a house. It's like, what the so fuck, fuck, bro? He was the first rapper for real. He was one of he no, he wasn't the first rapper, that's James Brown. But he was he was that that that, that flexing persona, you know what I'm saying? He was like, Jay-Z before Jay-Z. Yeah. He <laughs> was that flexing. Well, he persona. was like a combination of like Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, like fucking Muhammad Ali. Mm. Just a bunch of shit talkers, right? But yeah. like he was an incredible professional wrestler in the ring and like the, the old school heel shit. I miss throwback fucking bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, a bald dude gets hit in the ropes and then someone hits him with a shoulder tackle. And he just takes a bump and then he gets up, look at the referee. He pulled my hair. Did you see that shit? And the referee's sitting there like, he's bald. What? He's just like, <laughs> he's over here pulling my hair. Do your job. <laughs> Little shit like that. I'm like, That's it's goofy as fuck. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I love goofy wrestling, man. A little satire, man. A little satire never hurt. Right. 
feel like heels were more believable in like the 90s and early 2000s. Oh, dude, 100%. But if you ever go to one of our HIW shows, whenever we have them, have you ever seen AJ Sensation? Uh-huh. I put this dude over everywhere because he is genuinely one of my favorite bad guys. Mm. Kids like five foot six, five foot seven, like he's not huge. Every time he comes out, first of all, he walks out to save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Whoa. He got the whole cowboy get up, right? So he's got the, the fucking vest. He's got the fucking chaps. But under his chaps, instead of jeans, he's got like Daisy Duke short shorts. <laughs> okay. Right. So like, homeboy comes out with his lasso and shit. Total like baby face. He's got a goatee and shit, but like he when he smiles at bitches, he literally gets them like, oh my God. And he's, but he's an abrasive asshole heel. So, like, he'll come out smiling, twirling his fucking shit, and then girls are like, oh, my God, it's AJ. He's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm sitting there at the table doing commentary, laughing my ass off. All these women are like, why is he so mean? And then the entire time he's in the ring, he's doing crowd work like a comedian. So he's just sitting here like, like, he'll get ready to lock up with the dude and then back up and then lean up against the ropes. And then, like, when the referee's sitting here backing the other guy off, people are booing. Then he'll hear him booing. He'll turn around. He's like, I'm not going to fuck you, you fat lady, so shut up. And, like, <laughs> stupid <laughs> Like, he'd be talking to, like, women that are, like, 80 sitting in the crowd. And he's like, I'm not fucking you either. Your time has passed. Like, shit Damn, like that. Man, he's man. just a fucking asshole, bro. That's but I'm hilarious. like, that is, I love everything about that. And I'm like. If you're gonna be, I'm like, if you're gonna be a character, be that character. And be yourself. The showmanship you know? aspect of it. Exactly. Yeah, that's fucking. That's dope. I, that's why I love wrestlers. Wrestlers do make me think about like, what can we add to our live show? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about shit like that. There's a, there's so much showmanship involved in being a wrestler. There's a lot of showmanship in that shit. You know who MJF is? <laughs> this guy. You fucking mark. Nah. Uh-uh. I think you would enjoy him. Okay. Okay. I'll send you some shit. He's yeah. He 100% of the time is MJF. I he's an him. asshole, heel. He he thinks I think it's he's from Long Island. Oh, there's a bunch of assholes in New York. Exactly. And so he's the rich kid like literally born on third base kind of character. And he's that asshole that's like I his literal catchphrase is I'm better than you and you know it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't say I never feel like that, though. I feel like <laughs> you're like I understand. I'm better that. than everybody in this room. <laughs> you know, I try not to think. <laughs> you're like fucking on your Roman Reigns shit. You know, grass out here. Sometimes you gotta hype yourself. Up. Me. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta hype yourself up, but you know, uh, some uh, rappers are wrestlers in a lot of ways. You know? Oh yeah. In a lot of ways, it's like. We have these personas, but these personas are also true to who we are in our daily lives in a lot of ways. Like well, That's one thing I always explain to people. I'm like, if you don't know pro wrestling and you're just watching it for the sake of like showmanship, right? The people are usually themselves turned up to 11. Yeah. That's why like Stone Cold was believable because he's a fucking redneck that drinks beer all the time, cursing at everybody, flipping everyone off, and all he wants is a championship. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Stone Cold. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Facts. That's a bad motherfucker, man. I used to respect it. You know, I didn't, I didn't super grow up watching wrestling. I would catch it intermittently. Like, you know, I, I watch SmackDown every now and then, or I play the, the games with friends and shit. But, like, there were certain people that really did stick out to me a lot. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's one. I feel like, um, of course, The Rock was big. Everybody knows that. Well, like, even with The Rock, like, if you ever look at his character arc, from his like he started off as this like pineapple haircut yeah. like fucking total white meat yeah. baby face but mm-hmm. the company kept trying to like push him at the fans like like him right. he's a blue chipper like this guy and mm-hmm. so of course wrestling fans are fickle as fuck so when you're like you should like him they're like no we're gonna boo him just because you said you you know so they start booing him yeah. he turns heel becomes the rock yeah. and then starts speaking in the third person tells the fans to fuck off because they were chanting die rocky die at him People love that shit. Right? Yeah. And then, like, he starts doing asshole shit to the dudes in his own group. <laughs> so, like, yeah. when he was part of the nation, like, at one point, he gifts, like, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, and Godfather three brand new, like, $10,000 gold Rolexes. Okay. And then he's like, Farouk, I got you the greatest gift of all. And then he goes off and he has this, like, clearly it's like a painting or something under a, under a canvas. He lifts it up and it's a picture of The Rock holding the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Just like, hey, hey, Frank's like, what the fuck, yo? Like, 
He was funny as fuck, man. He was, you well, like he was coming up with his own words and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rudy Pooh, Candy Ass. Like that shit was so funny. Like it, it became to a point where like kids were just saying that shit to each other at school. Yeah. Like or like I'm gonna turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Yeah. Or I'll get in trouble for doing a DX shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a photo of me that a friend of mine posted on Facebook. This was like a year and a half ago, and she like tagged a bunch of us in the photo and was like, "Oh, we've known each other since blah blah blah." Literally in that photo, I am front center doing the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, see, I've been telling people to suck it since '89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about sus, um, like special moves, like Xbox move. Remember? Oh, when? the Bronco Buster. Yeah, the Bronco. <laughs> Yeah, what was the Bronco bus? That was when okay, so somebody would be like laid out, but kind of like laid back, sitting in the corner, like like head up against the second turnbuckle, Mm -hmm. and then he would run and literally like spread his legs and basically fucking throw his crotch into him. Yeah, so like, and it would be like, but he would sit there and bounce, and like, so he would be putting all kinds of pressure on the chest, so like it could literally knock the wind out of you. But he calls it the Bronco buster, like he's riding a horse. Yeah, so. It looks a little wild. Yeah. Okay. AJ Sensation does shit like that too. Oh, okay. But like he do, he's the type of character where like he plays like a gay ambiguous character. Uh, right? So like if a dude's got him in like an arm bar lockup, right? He'll be in front of a dude and then he'll sit there and play like he's about to get out of it, but then he'll start grinding on the guy. And the dude will be like, what the fuck? And I'm like uh, I'd be sitting there like, that's a clever way to get out of that. <laughs> like <laughs> Do what you got to, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. This it's is funny as hell. That's funny, man. Dude, like... Characters, man. But he's that type of character where, like, I work doing HIW locally here. Mm-hmm. And, like, I help book the shows and shit. And, like, there are a select few guys that genuinely get crowd reactions when they come out because their character's over the fucking top. Yeah. I'm like, even rappers, like, fucking... When you show that you can spit bars and, like, people know that, of course, that's why you get crowds coming to you. That's how yeah. you become a draw, right? Yeah. yeah. That's how wrestlers become get fucking draws. Like, either people want to pay money to see you win or pay money to see you get your ass whooped. Are you entertaining? Can you entertain? Like, I could rap, but I think Cruz makes me entertaining. You know, because Cruz got, got, if I was Italian, I would say Cruz has moxie. <laughs> you know, just you know, kiss, bro. He's like, got the moxie. He's got the moxie. He's got the moxie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he, I feed off of that shit. That should be hyping me up. You know what I'm saying? Because Cruz got that kind of energy. Like when he say make some, I can say yeah, y'all make some noise. When Cruz says yo, make some noise, it sounds different. Funny how I sound. <laughs> That's not how you sound. I'm, I'm, I was terribly off, but. I, I, but you know what I'm saying? Sound like Great Value West Side Gun for a second. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. No, no, just pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Bro, one of my friends fucking posted something on Instagram. I got to find that shit real quick. It was funny as hell. It was like how to write a West Side Gun song, and I was reading it, and I was like, this checks out, yo. The Red Turby. <laughs> Ox Blood Colored Javanchi Shoes. So it was like West Side Gun lyrics. Hey, yo, her teeth fell out while we was fucking. Then like in, in fucking parentheses, while we was fucking. Boo, 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 boo. Like instrumental, you are my shining star, my guiding light, my love, my fantasy. Right. The title, food truck bullet holes. Yeah. What the fuck, man? That all sounds pretty accurate. I'm like, y- yeah. No offense to the West Side Gun fans, man. Listen to West Side Gun. We not hating on I love that Griselda shit. Oh, yeah. dude, that Griselda shit is so fucking fire. Like, I've been I've been hearing, like, over the past, like, two and a half years, more of those type of beats, like, oh, yeah. where it's a lot of melodic shit, but just, like, deep 808-type bass and, like, fucking, like, almost, like, boom bap a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, I fuck with all of that. Yeah. I like Griselda because I feel like Griselda makes way for us. Yeah. Way. You know what I'm saying? We don't make the same kind of music. We don't rap in the same kind of way, but I think it's reminding people like, hey, this is something we, we still need. The game still needs, and at a, at a large, high level, and I, that's great. That works out for everybody, for sure. Hell yeah! The way you guys actually set up your show, by the way, like open with your open with fucking can't stop the man, then go directly into noir. I was like, that shit was dope. Just back to back. Here's a banger. Here's another banger. Oh, you thought like, we were done? No. All of them were bangers though. Like that was, like. The one thing I love, like, when I'm watching a performance, right, I feel like, like, my whole vibe is, like, five, dog. I like my beats hard, like, two-day-old shit. <laughs> like, 
Give me dope beats, give me bars, and y'all provided all of that. And I want to thank you for that. That shit was fire. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that shit. That was fun. That was fun. Like, and you know, when you get a show like that, that makes me be like, we need another show. <laughs> Thunder like, Canyon's a fire ass little venue. Yeah. Shout out to Runt one time, man. Like, shout out to Runt and Thunder, man. Like, it, that's a special place, man. You know, oh, yeah. When I first came out here, and I was looking for things to do. Like, uh, Thunder was like kind of the first spot that kind of caught my eye because there was like a beat set thing going. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that sounds like something I would go to. So I was just there. I didn't know anybody yet, so I was just sitting there, just kind of like listening just kind of like watching the room a little bit and uh, and then yeah i came on a later date for like an open mic i didn't know anybody i sat at the edge of the bar alone yeah my beer quiet as fuck until i like went up and did my yeah yeah because i feel like i can't really introduce myself until i like get on stage right and, like this is what i'm about yeah and then from that point i can i can be social but up until that happens i'm to myself i felt that i felt that Normally, like, if I'm out just, like, talking to people, I'm kind of the same, but I'm, like, I like to fucking just try to make everyone laugh, right? So I'm, like, that's how I read, like, who I'm around. Like, all right, I'll tell you a dirty joke, see how you react to that, and I'm going to tell you a dad joke and see how you react to that. Right. Love a good dad. And I'm going to find the fucking balance, right? Yeah. Like, the other day I posted on my, like, I think I was going to start posting, like, dad jokes on my Facebook, just random shit, right? Mm-hmm. Posted that uh, I used to date a tennis star, but I broke up with her because she told me love meant nothing to her. Oh, huh? Yeah. Dad joke, right? (laughs) Yo, that just went. And I saw that, and that shit went clear over my dome. In tennis, love means zero. Yeah. So like whenever you that hear them funny. calling scores, like if it's fifteen zero. I'm gonna get zero. Naomi Osaka from Corday whack ass if I don't even know that. <laughs> oh, he already put a baby in her, I think. So yeah. It's just one. So single yeah. mothers out there, just a single. <laughs> hey, no, not really, but yeah. Not really. Like, Please have no kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we in our 30s. Like, just about every woman that you're going to meet is going to have kids. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm 34, right? So I feel like I can, like, I can go back to 26 or, yeah. to, like, go to, like, a nice 38-year-old. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm in a, a good space right You're in that range right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice over here. Like, honestly, I'm glad I'm not dating in my 30s because bitches out here be ferocious. It's crazy. Then they think they're going to pay you. You're going to pay their rent. Fact, facts, bro. You thought I was going to pay your motherfucking rent? Do you bro, know how I expensive for, rent is? Like, <laughs> like, I've been with my girl for seven years, but, like, whenever I have a conversation with women, I just, like, ask normal questions and shit. And, like, if I ever ask, like, do you know how to cook? I'm coming from a space of do you know how to take care of yourself? Yes. And I swear to God, women get so fucking offended. Do do you know how to build I mean, a they house? Don't know, they don't. They mean they don't know how to cook. Too. When they get offended by that, yeah. Because when they know how to cook, they get excited to tell you, "Oh yeah, I'll make this. I'll make that, and I can make you this." Well, like, yeah, uh, cooking is much easier than building a house. Just saying, like, Facts. I cook, so like, you know. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, I'm sure I could build a house, but like, I'm asking if you know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like. Cooking can you, take an you hour. Exist without having to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on fucking McDonald's. Yes, because I don't want to do that. I would rather spend that on experiences and shit. Like, Facts. That's, yeah. that's where it's at. And I feel like I just don't want a chick that's like, uh, you want you want an asset, not a liability. Facts. You want an asset, not a liability. That's all it comes down to. Any anything that's a liability, you should get rid of that shit. One vagina can ruin your life. Facts. I tell that to every young dude. I'm just like, mm. be careful. It. Bob and weave. <laughs> like, it was it's some girl that Thunder Canyon yesterday that's probably going to ruin somebody's heart. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like that. Every place in America. <laughs> I think a, I know who every, you're talking about, too. I, well, I don't know. I don't know if we're, if we're talking about the same girl, but <laughs> every, every, every venue, every place I've ever been to, there's one girl in that room that's just going to break somebody's heart mm-hmm. and, and break somebody's wallet in the process. Facts. <laughs> Uh, be like that. Shout out to my brother one time. I know he's got a crush. <laughs> you feel me? Well, shit, gentlemen, we've been going a little bit over an hour. I love it. I love it too. This has been fire. Definitely. So, thank you for having us. Where the fuck can people follow you guys? Uh, you can follow us both at Highest Low Music on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Cruz Ocho Eight. And you can follow me on Instagram. My name is Just Wise. You can follow me at Justin Isn't Cool underscore on Instagram. I love that. Yeah, because it's a play like, you know, like 
when motherfuckers be like, you still be rapping? You a rapping ass nigga. Like, you know, like, that's not cool, that's man. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the same energy me and Zeus. Like, I don't need your follows. Fucking yeah, relax, fuck bro. Out of here, get out of here. But, but you still following me, and I'm not cool. And I saw you pop up. All right, then. You don't follow me, but you in my stories, though. But you, in my, yeah. like, you, you be liking my shit. Well, if you want to follow this show account, CBWMNS on Instagram, you can follow all the boys on this show. You can follow Kyle at fucking, ugh, I hate saying his goddamn fucking tag. Oh, is it crazy? Dude, it's grinding on a budget, but each one of those words have a have an underscore in between them. So it's like grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget. He didn't have no, he had enough budget for the underscore. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> And he's our legal finan- legal and financial advisor. That's dope. And then, of course, Manny. <laughs> my guy. You can follow him at guy underscore in underscore glasses. And you can follow me at babyface too on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok if you need these jokes, you chuckle fucks. <laughs> but I'm going to keep this. <laughs> Sorry. You chuckle fucks. I love that. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep the same energy at the end of this show that I keep at the end of every show because I'm nothing if not consistent. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCStiz26 on Snapchat. <laughs> Send that shit to Zeus, get left on red, and probably screenshot it because he needs receipts. Mm. <laughs> Snapchat is a wild place. I'll just end with that. Snapchat, Snapchat is a wild place. Wild ass place. Bro, I got a story one time. A girl sent me an unsolicited vagina picture, and I sent her back an Arby's sandwich. Ah! She got pretty pissed. She was like, why are you sending me this? I was like, I thought we were comparing meats. (laughs) (laughs) Arby's, we have meats. Shout out to her one time. Oh, crazy. But this has been episode 55.5 of Cigars and Bars. I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.